Hello and welcome to Launching the Pilot with your hosts Brian and Kevin. Hello and welcome to Launching the Pilot, episode 325. And this time we're doing Man to Man with Dean Lerner, which is six episodes, 2006 to 2006. Uh, yeah, just just the six. That's just the, just the one year. Yeah, just the one year. And obviously, as as Britons, we know who Dean Lerner is. He's quite famous. Absolutely, a, yeah. A British yeah. entrepreneur, uh, famous for publishing mostly pornography. Yeah, um, yeah. Shining light of the uh, social media age. Yeah, but I mean, but obviously, we also know him from his Formula Five racing team. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Dean's team. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're called. And, and right. of course, his famous driver, we all know, Stephen Pissin. It is pronounced yeah. Pissin as well, because I checked. Right. Uh, who won won the title four times under Not under far. Dean under Dean team. Yeah, yeah. So that was quite impressive. And then when he left to go with another racing team, he had a mysterious crash, uh, and then he had to go back to Dean. I think. Oh right, okay. it was. A, I don't know why it crashed. It was something loose in the car or something. I don't. No one knows. Yeah, it was a screw loose or something. Yeah, like that. something. It, it happens. You know. It does. Yeah, and of course, Dean Lerner. Uh, we know him for his clubs, Dino's clubs. They're called Dino's clubs. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the uh, he's got a restaurant as well, Shay Dean. Shay Dean. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also uh, the Dino, which is his comic. Yeah, which is also world por- famous. Also pornographic, but yeah, yeah. it's it's like the, the uh, sorry the uh, Bino or something, but it's the Dino, and yeah. of course is is erotica fiction the uh, Jigglies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, yeah, there's certainly a backstory there, isn't there? There certainly is. It was called uh, Dean's Jigglies, but it said that was just got a bit too confusing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What are they, Dean's own Jigglies? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I think people were looking for it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So they just called absolutely. it Jigglies in the end. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's much less confusing. And, and this is his show that he, yeah. um, he done from his, 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 what's it, a £5 million penthouse? Yeah, in the East End. In the East End, yeah, of London. So. Yeah, the dazzling East End. And of course, um, yeah. of course, he is world famous for his pornography, but. Um, he was also a publisher of horror. Uh, Gentleman's Entertainment. I Gent- think sorry, it is Gentleman's Entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you see what you want into it. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, Garth Marenghi is, if for anyone not in the UK, is Stephen King, the UK version, really. Yeah, he's, he's sort of like, um, he took on the mantle of James Herbert, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- James pretty, Herbert. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, what's the other one? There's uh, Dean Koontz. Yes, Dean Koontz. And there was the other UK one. I can't remember his name now. But Pam Ayres. Yeah, Pam Ayres. That's, that's, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Definitely was. Yeah. Quite horrific. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I can't read some of them stories without shaking. You know, no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, as Dean himself says, you know, there's sort of like this uh, Garth's latest book had him 
So vomiting, like, I think. Vomiting, he had to vomit him twice, and then yeah. at the end of it, he had diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. That, that's there, how... There's no higher recommendation. Not for a horror book. Live from his luxury penthouse apartment in London's glittering East End, Dean Lerner, club owner, entrepreneur, and publisher of High Class Gentleman's Magazines, invites you to join him for an exclusive man-to-man. I mean, of course, you've got uh, uh, Garth Marenghi's uh, over... Was it called Overture? It's not Overture. It's like that, isn't it? Uh, all his, all his collection in one Oeuvre. book. Over, over, over. That's it. I knew it was yeah, something in, like that. In the one, in the one volume. In the one volume. Who wouldn't have that in their house? You know. Absolutely, absolutely. Put held together with genuine cat spine. Yes, yes. And he says, if you're going to buy one book, buy this one, which is all of them. Yeah, absolutely. And it also comes with the addendum that goes around the corner. Yeah, yeah. And don't forget, you also get the first few chapters of his new book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely, it's a bargain. It certainly is. Available now, now on Amazon, it gets its own van. And, and this is, of course, is is his friend and he's going to be his first guest. I just, I've, I've noted some of other uh, Dean Lerner's accomplishments. Yep. Uh, the Around the World balloon trip he did, yeah, yeah. but but of course he he was afraid of heights, so he got someone else to go instead. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so they That's didn't true. they didn't credit to him, but you know he he, he financed it all, so it should, absolutely should be his. He did really. it in spirit. He did yeah. it in spirit. And of course, um, yeah, driving the car across the channel. Now, unfortunately, it didn't make it very far no. because it was an amphibious car. But you know he tried, yeah, yeah. And then there was the uh, driving the tank down Soho. I thought uh, that was one a real publicity stunt. That one. That was that was that's when he sort of like he jumped the shark a little bit. He did, one, he? yeah, yeah, he did. Again, he didn't do very well with that. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Because um, was it? He decided to branch out, didn't he? He got invited yeah. in by uh, publishers to sort of like jazz up their uh, their lineup somewhat, yeah. and then he remembered Garth, and he he got him in this because he said the uh, he he opened it up for the horror porno, didn't he? He said it's so scary it will scare you stiff. That's right. That, that he coined that phrase. He it was ev- everywhere on billboards. I remember it everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. and also the sort of like the. Um, was it the tagline was it will um, horror that will give you a boner but leave you too scared to do anything with it? That's right, scary porn. And if anyone thinks, oh, where did scary porn come from? This is this where. Is absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Created their own genre. Created their own genre. Uh, Beelzebub books or something, wasn't it? Beelzebub. Yeah, books. Beelze- <laughs> yeah, Beelzebub's books. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, something like that. But but yeah, it's. Um, it's a bit sort of like it, it starts off like a bit like Parky, doesn't it? It does a bit, yes. I mean, Parkinson, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got the um, Chesterfield armchairs and yeah, all that, and he's got his own theme tune, which is yeah, very distinctive, very very distinctive. Um, some and... some would say he's sort of awkward in front of the camera. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not naturally at home there. No, he's not. He's not. I think it, I don't think it's that. I think he's just so focused on what he's doing and he's in his own head more Absolutely. than he's Absolutely. Of it. It's his yeah. world and we want to step into it. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. Yes. 
So, uh, yeah. Then, uh, then, then he gets his guest on, his old friend, Garth. Garth Rigged. Obviously, Garth's recovered from the accident. We, yeah. He was in all the pa- British papers. Uh, yeah. And he says, if you want to talk about it, we can talk about it. If you don't, you don't have to. It's not going to push the issue. No, but he said, you know, um, after the accident, he, he said, uh, was it the ambulance crew told you you'd have to stop talking because you were so funny yes. that they were going to crash? Yes. And I know that you were so funny because you were going to crash because I was in the ambulance. Yes. And I, I, I've worked with uh, Freddie Starr, you know, so he, yeah, knows, it, yeah. he knows comedy. It, you look marvellous, by the way. The surgery's been really well done. Um, which one is a new ear? Pardon? Yeah, oh, lovely. Absolutely. That's priceless. Yeah. Um, you, you've kept your sense of humour, which is so wonderful. Well, you have to, do. I mean, when people come up to me and they say, what is Garth Marenghi like? They expect me to describe this dark figure. You know, he writes these twisted, brilliant, but very gory horror stories like Stump or Ripper. The guy must be sick. <laughs> you have provided me with more hootage than any man I know, with the possible exception of Freddie Starr. Well, yeah, that's right. And then, it, then he, uh, we get introduced to Saskia. Saskia, yeah, yeah. And obviously behind the bar. Behind the bar. Now, it, now he says to her, he says, "Now, if there's anything, if you find this conversation too scary, you've got your headphones there. Yeah, you can just put them on." And and she instantly does that. Uh, and then he thought, "Oh no, we've lost her now. Too soon." Yeah, he's, yeah. He's so yeah, because he says he says Saskia, not not not. No, she's gone. Yeah, she's gone. She's gone. She's gone. And then he explains that she's the only girlfriend he's got left because he's had to relocate a lot of the harem because he's having an indoor skating rink built up on the top floor. Flat. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they've actually done that now because uh, obviously oh, okay. his program is right, quite okay, old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got Torval and Dean in there, I think, as the uh, resident skaters. I think so, yeah. I think that's what I, I think I that's heard. where they do Dancing on Ice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I've always felt Torval and Dean hate each other, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> they have to work with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then, um, yeah, Garth goes, um, introduces us to some of his, uh, sort of like his novels, doesn't he? There's a lot like, uh, There is a lot. <laughs> there is a lot. And he... he, he He's recently started in introducing female characters, didn't he? Because um, yeah, he had that one which was about the haunted coil. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I did write that one down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called, but then there was the uh, Return of the Haunted Coil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there was uh, Hellbent. That's right. About it's the, about the a gay g- vampire. That was a gay demon. Oh, gay demon was it? Yes, yeah. Who wants to come out? In more ways than one, apparently. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they were. And that's the other thing as well, wasn't it? It was Dean was saying that they wanted to uh, publish that one yeah. with uh, all of the pages would be made of black rubber. That's right, but they found they'd have to use talcum powder to turn yeah. every page, and it didn't prove uh, worthwhile. Yeah, you know, it was good to no, be too expensive. It, it didn't. So in the end, they just made it a normal book with a pink glittery cover and three nipple tassels. That's it, and very classy. It was classy, done. classy. Very classy. Yeah, I've seen it. Classy. I've seen it on the shelves. It, it yeah. really stands out. Well, what, your shelf? Yeah, I've got Of course I have it. Yeah. <laughs> I have all the golfs books. Yeah. Who hasn't? Yeah. You've given over the spare room to them. <laughs> yeah. Kicked one of the kids out. <laughs> and apparently... Before you had a spare room. His used book is, is, is his 436th edition yeah. to, to the novels. Sure. Well, in um, early January, I wrote Return of the Coil, about a woman who circumnavigates the portals of hell via a cursed contraceptive device. <laughs> 
in late Jan, I wrote the sequel, Return of the Coil 2, re-entry. Um, in early Feb, Hellbent, my novella about a homosexual demon searching for acceptance within his own diabolical community, came out, uh, both literally and figuratively. Yeah. And, um, there was a bit of a hold-up with that one, wasn't there, at the printers, because we originally wanted everything printed on black rubber, but that meant you needed to apply talc each time you turned a page, and it, it, in the end we thought it was a bit tacky, it was a bit route one, so we ended up going for a glittery dust jacket with complimentary nipple ring, which I... Yeah. <laughs> Which, which I thought works well. No, it does. It does. And um, and then late. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So then they go in a bit in depth. Oh, his latest they... book is also called Brain Jerk. <laughs> so, you know, Brain Jerk, right? Okay. I, haven't, I haven't actually read that one. Uh, no, I haven't yet. I, I was. I, it was on my Amazon wish list for Christmas, but nobody thought to buy it for me. No, so. no. Hey ho. But I, uh, it is in hardback still as well. It hasn't yeah. come out on paperback this, yet. This is yeah. This is where this is where they come in with the um, the advert for the oeuvre, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. <clears throat> but then, um, yeah, d they go a bit in-depth now because uh, Dean asks him how he comes up with these sort of these ideas because uh, they're so, so, so scary and yeah. outlandish and things. And he basically says cheese. He eats a lot of cheese. Lots of cheese. Because for every, every novel he writes, he puts on two stone. Yeah. But then in the frantic typing, he usually loses it, so it even now it's out. Yeah, that's right, because he, he says, you know, he drinks, uh, he eats a load of cheese before bed, he drinks beer and eats pickled onions. Yeah. And then he's, um, unlike a lot of people, he has these dreams and he remembers them when he wakes up, so he just writes them down. Yeah. And uh, also, the <clears throat> Pies approached him to to if to be there represented, yeah. and he said, no, it was it'd yeah. be too much, he would literally eat himself to death. Yeah, the yeah, the temptation would be too great for him yeah. to resist. So he uh, he turned that one down because um, then Dean lets us into a little secret in the you know in the fact that he's the same with mackerel. Yes, mackerel. He loves. He could eat at least four at a sitting. Yeah, at yeah. least four. But then he needs a good hour. Yeah. For it to settle down. That's right. And of course, uh, as he's as calling um, Dean, uh, as he's, Dean's calling Garth a horror writer, he says, "No, no, he's a shaman. He's a dream yeah. weaver." You know. I think horror writer is such a simple word for what he does, yeah. you know. But but also don't we we then we go into um, what Dean is talking about his uh, thing, and then he comes he delivers his philosophy, doesn't he? Basically, yeah. Which is um, you know when he's at parties and things like this, why don't people have portaloo? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a, it's one of the biological crises. If he, if someone chops down a tree in the woods, but he's not there, but someone records it for him, yep. then, then why has he got to wait out in a corridor for the toilet at a party? Yep. If you, if Absolutely. You're catering you know, it makes no sense whatsoever. No. If you're catering something of that huge magnitude, get a portal. That's all well, he's you saying. You would have thought so. You would have thought it makes sense. And he said Plato never never once got around this subject, never got to the answer. Nah, nah. Well, they're, they're only playing at it, aren't they? Yeah, of course they are. They don't really want the answers. No. Because otherwise they go out of a job, aren't they? You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's him done then. Yeah, yeah, done. Perhaps you're asleep and this is a nightmare. How do you know you exist? Wow. It's interesting, isn't it? It's like that philosophical question, you know, if a tree falls in the forest and I'm not there and it makes a sound, but I don't hear it, but someone recalls it and plays it to me at a dinner party, <laughs> does that mean I'm still in the forest? <laughs> And if I am, then why can't I just take a piss in the garden rather than queuing for the toilet? 
And that's if the toilet even exists. I've been trying to use it all fucking night. <laughs> I'm starting to doubt the existence of the toilet, quite frankly, at this stage of the proceedings. <laughs> See? Can you feel it? You see, I'm getting you to get ask to Portaloo, is what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're going to have a party of that size, get to Portaloo. Because <laughs> I don't want to spend my entire fucking evening in the corridor. <laughs> and if philosophy can solve those questions, then it's worth it. But thus far, it can't. So I'm fucking busting. <laughs> and what's Plato doing about it? Nothing. <laughs> And they talk about uh, Garth's... Because Garth isn't just a writer, is he? No. He's a director, he's an actor. Yeah. And it, it, they talk about his, his film, War of the Wasps. Yeah. And he, says, he, wrote How... the, he wrote the screenplay, wrote the theme tune, sang the theme yeah. tune. He does it all. And, yeah. and Dean says, well, how did you come up with this? He says, he was, he was, he was watching a, a wasp and he thought, what if they suddenly attacked us? Yeah, what if they decided it. to bomb a world to wage war? Yeah. And, um, of course, Dean's quite sharp, but he says it's actually an allegory, isn't it? It's not, yeah. It's not. you know, just about the wasp. He goes, no, no, the wasps are standing for the Dutch. Yeah. He, goes, yeah, we all, we all, he says, nobody else is keeping an eye on them, but I am. Um, yeah, and I, I want them to know that I know, you know. Yeah. And uh, very, it's very true. The Dutch are very quiet. We don't hear much about them. No, no, that's right. But he says that, you know, everybody's heard of their uh, their governmental plans to try and make a hybrid of a wasp and a Dutch. Yeah, I mean, it is. A, a, I mean, people say conspiracy theory. Is yeah. it conspiracy theory if it's true? No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Th- Many wise words said. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, yeah. we, we all should keep an eye on the Dutch. I think that's right, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean I, I, I'm, I'm happy with all people, but... The Dutch, you know. Yeah. You know they're yeah. up to something. Exactly, exactly. But it's, it's like, he it says, uh, you know, when he was a kid, it's sort of like all the other boys he used to pull the wings off flies, but he used to do the autopsies. He did, yeah. He was, he says, it's his dark side he writes about, because if he didn't, yeah. he'd be out killing people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if he wasn't a writer, he'd be out slashing people as his, you know. Yeah. One day I saw a wasp, and I thought, what if... That wasp waged war. And then the piece really wrote itself. Sure. And um, could you describe the general premise of the film? Sure. Well, I play Ken Douglas, um, a renegade insectologist and part-time horror writer who is thrown out of the Romford Creepy Crawley Institute for his radical paper on Daddy Longlegs. Um, he's then drafted into the Secret Service counter-insect unit to fight off what turns out to be an invasion of giant cosmic wasps. Um, and to cut a long story short, Douglas ends up luring them into outer space via a giant sticky bun. Sure, sure. And um, are the wasps a metaphor? A metaphor what? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, a metaphor. Uh, yes, yes, let's say they are. You know, we're, we're living in dangerous times, Dean. You know, we're living in a climate of fear. Kin is pitched against kin, and all along we're forgetting what is actually the real threat. Right, which is? The Dutch. <laughs> they look very peaceful. They appear to be keeping themselves to themselves, but I'm watching them, and it's a good job I am because no one else is. Basically, we go for an ad break, don't we? And then we do when we come back... Yeah, we get a world exclusive. Yes, yeah, we get the uh, we get clip a, a of clip film. of uh, War of the Wasps. Yeah, and uh, actually, Dean's plays a character in it. He does. 
Yeah. He does major something or other. I can't remember. No, I, I'm not sure they named him. I don't know. No. Uh, and he, and uh, Garth plays uh, Ken Douglas, who is a writer. Yeah. But is also an ins- insectologist. Entomologist. Entomologist, that's it. Who was kicked out for his radical views. <laughs> yeah, he was kicked out of the British Natural History Society for his radical views on uh, insects. and But he was picked up by the Secret, secret Service, wasn't it? Yes. Um, uh, uh, it's on uh, their insect division. Yeah, that's right. And hired, and, and you know, that's, yeah, that's right. And I think, yeah, and, and they show a clip where they're trying that this, 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 these giant wasps are heading towards the um, children's hospital, which, which unfortunately is located next to the the jam factory. Yeah, and built on top of the Houses of Parliament. It's very true. It is, yeah. So yeah, the um, the only way that they can kill the queen is by flying a can of uh, insecticide up her backside. Yes, that is, and we and we get so that, yeah. So they've got helicopters, and there's a lot. There's a big chase scene, and it's it's a bit like Top Gun, yeah, but with helicopters and wasps. Yeah, it's exactly like that. It's the the budget yeah. is obviously big as well because you can yeah, say massive budget must be. Yeah. So then uh, we get this is uh, where we come across uh, Matt Berry's character. Yes, yes. Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez, that's right. Who yeah. has to sacrifice and, himself. Yeah, because Baumgartner is first one to go, isn't he? He's, he's, yes. he's, he the, the cockpit of his helicopter gets infiltrated by wasps. By wasps. Very yeah. annoying. So, yeah, so Dean has some wise words for him. He says, well, just ignore them, they'll go away. <laughs> yeah. If you don't try and bat them, you know. Yeah. They won't come but after you. But of course, that doesn't work. It never works. No, no. So then, yeah, so unfortunately he's thrown out of the cockpit of his helicopter. That's and it. Then, uh, he falls to his, yeah. well, I don't know if he falls to his death. We don't see the, uh, the result. No, but, no, we don't. But, I mean, he, he might have flapped his arms and made it. <laughs> you can never tell. But Goff's tank of insecticide is damaged and he can't use it. Yes, yeah, right, yeah. So basically the only one that's left is uh, Matt Berry's character. Yes. Who says that he's going to have to, he'll fly into the wasp's queen's backside and then Matt, you know, then, uh, oh, Garth will have to shoot him. Yeah. And Garth says, oh, you're such, you're such a hero. I'll get a, I'll get a, a statue put up in the middle of Harlow. I know you well, keep, I know you keep not saying. Not in the middle of Harlow. I know you keep, up, keep, up by the, the keep, cinema. You keep saying Matt Berry. I don't know who this Matt Berry is, but. It does look a lot like Todd Rivers. Oh, Todd Rivers, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I always get them two mixed up. They, they do look very similar. They do, they do. So anyway, he says, you know, he'll get a statue of him put up in his uh, his hometown. Yeah, but not, not in the centre, because that no, take a lot of planning. No, they permission. won't let him do that. So no. he'll get it put up by the multiplex. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <clears throat> so then, uh, yeah, so Todd delivers his, uh, sort of his, his final speech, his... And the sound's breaking up a little bit. The, camp, the, the radios are breaking up a little bit. Yeah. So he says, you know, he says, look, he says, what I'll have to do is I'll have to fly up her backside. Then you'll have to shoot me. You won't want to because your best friend's in That's there. It. But you're going to, ha- you know, you're going to have to do it. Going to have to do the sacrifice. Yeah. The yeah. So. And then, then Ken, Ken comes back on and says, well, I didn't hear that because the radios were breaking up. Yeah. I'll, just fly in there. And yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, 
and that's that's what happens. That's, that's where it ends. That's the clip. That's all the clip we get. <clears throat> yeah. But so not... then we go back and we come back to um, Dean is talking to Garth about his latest Art. project, which is an art exhibition. Ex- exhibition. And, he, and I like this because I've been there and I've seen it and it's really good. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, now you can art. You can interpret art in many different ways. Yeah. But not this because he's written it all out next to it. Exactly yeah, what it's about, what's happening, and that you don't need to think about it. It's all there. No, that's it. The, the, yeah. It's like Dean says: nobody goes to an art gallery to be provoked. No, no. You can just uh, yeah, and people yeah. are and people are busy. Yeah. You don't want questions left unanswered by the end of it. You want to know exactly <laughs> what it means. There it is. That's it. I mean, you know, Dean says himself: he sort of he went, and it was great because he was in and out in fifteen minutes, and yeah, he didn't have to great. think at all. Yeah. I think it only took me ten. I was in and out there ten. Yeah. It's like he said, you know, it left it left me with nothing. Yeah, and he says, great. he says a lot of people have walked out of it. Uh, yeah, he says some people have been too scared to turn up. Yeah, yeah, which which is a, the ultimate compliment, really, isn't uh, it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's been wonderful because we've got people of all shapes and sizes, all ages, all shit for it together. And uh, you know, sometimes they've actually walked out. It's that terrifying. Well, that that is an achievement, and indeed, sometimes people have been so terrified they haven't even showed up. Hmm. <laughs> See, I take that as a great compliment. Sure. Um, and uh, did you look to any other artists for inspiration at all? Not really, no. If I ever want inspiration, I generally reread one of my own books. Um, <laughs> there's usually something quite profound in there I miss first time. So. Sure. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love this show. I, I thought it was tremendous. And what I love so much about it is that you provide very extensive notes alongside the paintings, um, which is great because there's no need to interpret them at all. I mean, you know, it's all explained. There's nothing like subtext or anything like that. So I managed to whiz around the whole exhibition in 15 minutes. Well, that's it. People are very busy, Dean. You know, they don't have time to go to an exhibition and think as well. So, <laughs> and to be honest, there's nothing worse than a work of art that leaves you asking questions. Well, believe you me, Garth, I came out of this exhibition with nothing. <laughs> I was barely thinking. Yeah, and then we come on to the accident. Oh God, yeah. And, and he's, you know, he's a bit coy about it. It, it happened, didn't it? He yeah. was at home. He was sculpting a fifteen-foot head of himself, and yeah. <laughs> he got trapped in the left nostril when it collapsed. Yeah, that's it. And he was trapped in there for five hours. Yes, with no food. No, for five hours. God. So yeah, when his wife it's when unbelievable. his wife turns up, she she sort of like she dug him out. Yeah, and then they called an ambulance. Private ambulance. Pro- yeah, he, he called Dean to get in a private ambulance. Yeah, and then uh, they were in the ambulance. Yeah, and he said he's not sure if he had concussion or if he was just hungry. Yeah, it but turns he, out he was just he was, hungry. Yeah, yeah. While while they were in the ambulance, um, we go back to the original. Yes. anecdote and he you know basically said yeah and he was so funny that yes the ambulance did he crash which and is he, where lost, he lost his ear he lost an ear and they had to pull it back yeah yeah and you can't really see it he looks perfectly nice. no no it's a good one yeah and then we have a, a little clip of his art gallery well not his gallery it's actually studio his attic of horrors it's a attic of horrors yeah and he shows us some of his pictures yeah. and everything. Yeah. And, and Beans asks him, he says, well, what inspires you? Where do you go for your inspiration? And he goes, oh, I just reread one of my own books. There's usually something in there I've missed. Yeah. And that inspires him. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So yeah, then we he sort of like Dean does a bit of wind, you know, winds the program up really, does, doesn't indeed. he? He says, right, okay, so well, you know, hope if everything's you know, now that you're fully recovered from your accident, he says, Best of luck. Garth says, Don't need it. Don't need it. No, he never did. Yeah, he always no. Terrific stuff there, Garth. And um, you've got a new exhibition, haven't you? Um, Illuminatum Diabolicatum. That's coming soon, isn't mm -hmm. it? And um, best of luck with that. Don't need it. Well, all that remains for me to do is to thank once again my super guest, Garth Marenghi, for talking to me, man to man. Pleasure. And to thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much. <laughs> then that's it that's it that's it the program episode one it's very unusual it for us to do a talk show but i thought oh well i found the first episode of this one it's very hard to find first episodes of talk shows yeah. so no, absolutely. Okay. No, no, no no that's it it was uh it was a revelation yeah it was it was you learned so much more about uh golf yeah and uh well and a Dean. bit more about dean yeah yeah, not so much about Saskia, but no, not, no she, she's barely, barely in it. The program. No, that's it. Yeah. Window dressing. Yeah, I don't remember the other shows in this series. I think uh, he does interview his is is a Formula Five driver Stephen Pissin. It is is pronounced Pissin. No, the, right. I've checked. It's that's the way it's pronounced. It's just a surname. You know, some people have strange surnames. You know, yeah, not. that's it. And it's usually it's usually sort of like one of their ancestors. It was their uh, yeah. It was their job. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So it was obviously a royal pisser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah, a bit like ancestry. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and and then we get to the best bit of the whole program for me. Yeah. There's an advert, and they tell you that my name is Earl who's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's don't make fun of people with strange accents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> oh, so do I. I think that's the only one that I've ever given a Ted. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Earl. I love that programme. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Yeah. Well, where did you get through that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's like I said, I've never seen... I've, to me, Richard Ayoade is yeah. he's got now he's like Moz yes. has morphed into his own character. Yeah. This is completely different. Yeah, it is, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Well, aside from his face and his voice. Yeah. Have you ever seen Dark Place? I haven't. No, that is so good. Um it's just really it's just... You, when you say so good. Yeah, it's so good it's it's bad. But it's so yeah. good because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, because deliberately bad. It's, it's deliberately bad. But the best thing is they do the show, but also they do outtakes or clips in, in it. They're talking about the episode and how they've done this or oh, done right, that. Okay. And they're just never out of character. They're never out of character. They never break character. Never. No. no. I might have to catch. It. I might have to try and watch that then right, because I I saw bits of it when it was very when it was originally on. Yeah. That's why I watched it. I just it. caught bits of it. Yeah. And it never caught me at all. But, no. I, you know, it's not, it's not sort of like alone there. No. Loads of things that did that to me. No. Paul, but, yeah, Paul, there's so I, I much of this. Paul did not like it at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but Dean's got no sense of humour, I see. So. Oh, there is that. Yeah. There is that. Well, it's something about Paul's 
Yeah, pools, the name pools. Never trust a pool. Never trust a pool. They're worse than the Dutch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a close run thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pool, the Dutch, <laughs> the uh, wasps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it when he says Scott. Off, uh, it's Matthew, Matthew Holness, isn't it? And what, yeah. what he's, he's talking about it says, in this world, we live in the uncertain term ta- times. And I thought, well, that's it every time, isn't it? It's more, yeah. it's, it's never going to be certain times because every <laughs> time is uncertain in this world at the moment. Absolutely. I wonder if he's any relation to Bob. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I keep wanting to to Queen Bob. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course, Another P, please, Matthew. Uh, at, at Christmas, someone gave me uh, the book for Christmas because uh, he's he's brought Garth Meringi back. What the right... earth? Yeah, no, but it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a, a tomb of terror. It's a book oh, right. he started in the nineteen eighties. It's just finished, but because Garth Meringi is so into himself, every yeah. character is based on him. <laughs> so, yeah. So... So, so the, the person is, I can't remember what it's called, like Tom Steele or something like that. You know, it's not yeah. like that. And he's, he's, he's a writer, but he's also a he- uh, helicopter pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were so great and big. But then the yeah. first story, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. he buys an ancient Chinese typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> is it haunted by any chance? It, it is possessed. Oh, right. <laughs> I didn't. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. No. This this whole thing is just so awful. It's funny. Yeah. I really quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's awkward. <laughs> it went. Yeah, it is so awkward. It really is. Deliberately so. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, but you know, sometimes I really can't get away with that sort of comedy. I know, like the, you know, like the practical joke programs oh, and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. I, I absolutely can't. Yeah, I find myself gritting my teeth and cringing all the time. And this, you know, this sort of program is like that. If you didn't know, yeah, if you thought they this were doing was genuine, yeah. if they thought it was genuine, if you thought it was genuine, I'd never be able to watch it. No, but this, you know, and it's really good. The, you know, the characters are great. You can see that all the time that the the camera is on Matthew Holness or Garth Marenghi, yeah. there is about four points in this where you can just see he's desperately trying not Yeah, yeah he almost court. cracks up, he, a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, you can see his face is twitching and everything, but he's trying to hold it. And then and the camera's deliberately on him because it knows that he's going. I think they desperately want to catch him doing it. Yeah. And I think um, I think what cracks him up is uh, Richard Arduardi. I think yeah. he does suddenly off off script, as we say, and uh, yeah. he tries to catch him out with an occasional line. You can see that's where he's gonna go. I oh, know. Oh I think I think he's brilliant. I mean, um Richard Arduardi at the moment he's well, probably for about the last five years or something like that, he's, he's done like the big um, fat quiz of the year and things yeah. like this. But all of like his um, his travel man and things like yeah. that, his character is just so awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's absolutely great because you're never left. You're. I don't know. I don't know. It, although he's socially awkward and inept, things like this, yeah. it's not painful to watch. No, it's not. No. Whereas, you know, as, as I said, you know, 
I know it's me, but the thing is, I can't stand someone in programs because they just make me feel awkward. Yeah. And but, he doesn't. Uh, I, I watched him... Was it on the last leg? He was on there last Friday. Uh, okay. And the other person who was... Um, oh, I can't remember who she was. Uh, anyway, she was saying... I thought it was an act, but it's like this backstage as well. <laughs> I always thought he was acting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's the thing you can imagine. You can imagine him being like that. Yeah. But yeah, as I said, my first inter- my first thing, of, I'd never, I didn't know anything about this. And obviously I didn't, you know, the times that I've caught Garth Marenghi, I didn't spot him in it. Yeah at the time, but I remember him from, obviously, the IT crowd. Yes, yes. As Moz, yes. which I think is where like, his current character came about. Maurice Morrison. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, and when you think that they've got, you know, who was in that, it's absolutely brilliant. I know, yeah. Um, so, like, Chris Morris was the boss, wasn't he? Original boss, yeah. The original boss. Then you've got, obviously... Um, David O'Dowd? Yes. Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. Yeah, I keep getting him and Chris, David O'Doherty mixed yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, Catherine Parkinson, isn't Yes, it? also, yeah. And she's, I think she's brilliant in everything. She's, yeah, um, she's really good in it. I don't yeah. know why she's not bigger in, in more things, you know. You only see her pop up here and there, but... Yeah, I mean, maybe she's selective. Or... Maybe it's her choice, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think so. Because, I mean, because uh, you know, she's great. Obviously, Joe watches uh, uh, Doc Martin, and she was in the first season of that. I think yes. or second season or something. So I thought, oh yeah, so from there. And I've also seen her in a Maltesers commercial. So yeah. <laughs> she she has done a fair few things. I've yeah, seen she's done a lot more of than things, that. But it's but yeah, I do think you know, like you say, hopefully it's choice that she's not in. More things, yeah. She so perhaps she just be. picks and chooses what she wants, yeah. Because she don't want to be on everything. No, no. But no, it's, but she's yeah, really, really good. Um, but yeah, no. Let's say I, I just I thought this went really, really quickly. It worked really, really well. Yeah. For how uh, and it's like the film. Christ, oh, so <laughs> bloody oh, awful. <laughs> But you I know, could see like it being made. Done, done by a twelve-year-old, <laughs> you know. You just, oh, for God's sake, this is terrible. But it's funny, terrible. Yeah. You know, everything about it was bloody awful. But for a joke, they had to spend some money doing it. <laughs> I know. I know. Not much. <laughs> not much. No, not much. I think I could recreate it myself uh, <laughs> yeah. on the on the dining room table. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. exactly. Yeah. But no, it was. Uh, it was really quite enjoyable. I uh, really... Are you going to watch any more Man to Mans? They're all, they're all on uh, YouTube at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So watch this space. Yeah. I, I will probably. I will. I maybe will try another. Yeah. You know, I'll try another one and see if it grabs me just as much because the thing there's six of them. Yes, there's only six. Yeah, Twenty three minutes each long. It's not. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're talking, you know, two hours of watching. Yes. So there's not that much of an investment in it, but you know, I I did enjoy this one, so there's a real chance that I will enjoy the rest of them as I well. I don't but... really remember any others. I did watch some of them. Yeah, I don't remember. As I said, this completely when it 
when you put through the link for what we were watching, yeah, I thought it was Garth Moringa's Dark Place. Oh, right, yeah, I've already done that. So No, no, I know. <laughs> That's the thing, but I thought, uh, oh, well, okay. Was there a backdoor pilot? But then when it started, I thought, well, what the hell is this? Because I know that I've, I've flicked through. I know the characters, but I've flicked through. And I've seen Garth Moringa's Dark Place. Didn't like it or didn't get invested in it, so didn't watch it. Yeah. But this isn't that even. No. But no, I did. I did enjoy it. As I said, I've watched it three times. There's, there's, there's just there's little bits as well. When the intro kicks in and you see the um, the limousine driving yeah. through the town, then suddenly it's D. Lerner opening the door to welcome you into his club. There's, yeah. there's that bit where it stays on the just a bit too long, and, yeah. he, and he starts to look awkward opening this door. You know, it's just little bits like that. <laughs> I know. It's just really, really well done. Yeah. Everything is just slightly off. Yeah. Uh, you know, despite the fact that the characters are, you know, awful. Yeah. But everything about it is just really, really well done because it's, not, well, for me anyway, as I said, the first time I watched it, it zipped through. The second time. But also every time you watch it, there's different bits. You actually get to listen to more to the. You listen more to the dialogue. Yeah. So you pick up on some of the. I haven't written any of them down because there's just too many. There, there was there was so much in this. There's so much, you know, so many different names and stories and things. And like it's this. also it's it's the way they interact with each other and. It's, Absolutely, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's it's the whole package you need. To see. It is. It is. No, it's really really good. They said you know it's a lot. I hope they Garth bring the characters himself. back, really. <laughs> Pardon? I hope they bring the characters back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Matt Berry's the same in everything, isn't he? It's, it's always Matt Berry. <laughs> yeah. Like Toast of London and things like this and what we do in the shadows and all yeah. that. It's the same. <laughs> it's Matt Berry. <laughs> yeah. But it's great. It's exactly the same. Because, yeah. Because that's the thing in this helicopter thing. I thought he's just going to fly the helicopter in there and then just change it to a bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bat. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I did enjoy it. Yeah. There's, there's this. Um, I just remember Matt Berry voicing this thing for this advert, um, like chewy sweets. Yeah. And it's just so him. It, it, it goes, uh, bring on the trumpets. He goes, there aren't any trumpets. Bring out the trumpets! Ha ha ha! That's such a bizarre effort. Uh, yeah, but it's also it's like he does all, um, a lot of the idents for oh, Virgin Radio. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and you know he does like all of the text things. Text will cost you two pounds. <laughs> I thought it was for a <laughs> massage, but it was a text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a message. Yes, I'm more of a Snapchat kind of guy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's uh, let's say this this really worked. Yeah. So, what do you give this out of ten? No hesitation at all in a seven. Seven. Yeah, a seven's a good good place to sit. Because yeah, because the thing is, it's not great. No. But it is really, really good. Yeah, it's really entertaining. It's really good. It's a really easy watch. It's funny. Um, the characters aren't so awful that you can't stand them. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I just like the way they're making fun of the horror writer who, you know, is so into himself, he thinks he's the most important thing in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is a few of them. It's quite a lot of them. I, I've, I've got real suspicions as to who this is based on. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think it is someone. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but, um, but yeah, it's just, it just really, it, it whizzed by. Yeah. yeah, three times I watched it. Yeah, first time I watched it straight through, just to see, and it, I really quite enjoyed it. Second time and third time I was doing my notes and things. Yeah. And it wasn't a chore to watch three times. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, it'd be a little while before I watch it again. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I can imagine I would go back to. and watch all of them, <laughs> or at least start. I'd get through. You know, I might go back and. <clears throat> See if I get on with the other ones as well as I yeah, got on yeah. with this. I'm, I'm, I can't even remember what they're about or anything. No, no, that's it. The thing is, you'd like to think that the the actors are well. Yeah. Obviously, Dean is the same. Yes, Dean is, and uh, that will be different people. But <laughs> we'll see, yeah. we'll see. Obviously, uh, Garth Mring is his friend. Yeah. And the other people are not. Okay. Okay. Like pissing or whatever he is. He's an employee. Yeah. No, but yeah, I may well go back because I did say, I did mention to Wendy that she might enjoy this. Yeah. And also, I think that um, when Dark Place came out, it wasn't very successful. I think because they just stayed in character. Yeah, they never went out of character on all the interviews or anything, <laughs> and people no, thought, "Oh, they're, they're serious about this." <laughs> yeah, that's it. But this, I think, it, this dark place might have worked better now, yeah, than when it was made, yeah. because when you think in the eighties, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but when you think that. Now you've got more programs that are like that. Yes. As in, you know, like what we do in the shadows is so ridiculous. The whole premise and everything. That yeah, is stupid. It's so ridiculous. But it, it works. <laughs> it does work. It does work. Obviously, it's got some, you know, some sort of good actors in there. Yes. But it's, um, but it's such a ridiculous premise. And the characters themselves are so bloody awful. <laughs> um, but it works. It's funny. So, you know, and they've got a following. They've done a few series of that now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah it must be season, was it season four they're on? I, know I think so. I know it's on Disney uh, Plus. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think, wasn't the original one Australian? Yes, it was. It was, um, why, I can't remember. Yeah, Tycho Waititi. Date and meet Aurora, that's what I know. Yeah, is he? <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. I just think, um, yeah, but you know, again, it's really good. Um, I watched. Was it we both watched Jojo Rabbit? Yes, yes, that's very good. It is very good, very good. Both, you know, very quite thought provoking. It's quite shocking subject con- subject matter. Yes, it is. Um, and he's got some really good actors in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, was it Scarlett Johansson plays his mum? Yeah, yeah. And Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. 
Yes, very good. I think he's great. In it. He's, he's mostly good in everything, I think. He is really, really good in everything. When you consider that he has played some bloody awful characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, really awful characters. Um, but he's, yeah, he's such a good actor. I mean, it's like uh, Three Billboards, he's great in that. Yes. As the racist uh, cop. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just generally massively unlikable cop, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, digress massively. Of course, of course. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's. I would, I would say to anybody who watch this, because it's worth it for the book titles. Yeah, it is. The book titles. <laughs> Slasher, Slicer, Crabs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But, yeah. It's just that thing like that advert <coughs> with the with the book. It's just yeah. so ridiculously know, large. So, so good. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, you can you can see that this is sort of supposed to be in the seventies or something like that because yeah. the attitudes and everything to yeah. everybody else is just oh, it's something else, yeah. something to see. Oh, there we go. Like ice, cold to the touch, and it isn't very nice when you're left alone. Your lady treats you badly if you hang on the phone. Take off, shove your loving on the wheel, put the pedal to the floor because you're heading for the hills. Got to get away, can't take it no more. Man, you don't need this, leave her at the door.